Ask Andy is our new subscriber-only show. Every month, Andy answers your questions. Like these. What's your favourite colour biro? What the f*** is it with you and terrapins? Uh, what are the spring 2024 catwalk colours? How goes it with the sitar? Can you recommend either the floating barge or the detour to Rwanda? What do you think of the kids of politicians getting into politics? Maybe you and your colleagues would be able to suggest some coping mechanisms. And Andy even asks a few questions himself. Do you, do you think I could get to Christmas number one? Subscribe to Ask Andy Now via any podcast platform. Go to thebuglepodcast.com forward slash donate. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, this is Andy Zaltzman bringing you another top story from a previous episode of the Bugle Podcast. Today we're going back to issue 193, entitled Happy Deathiversary. It was May 2012, and the world marked one year since the death of one of its most wanted men. Wanted in a criminal sense, not an erotic sense. It was causing John Oliver to feel somewhat poetic, launching his exclusive greetings card line. Top story this week, happy death anniversary. <laughs> and look, I'm sure that there were some people who forgot Andy and desperately had to run to the shop on their way home to get a sad bunch of wilting flowers. <laughs> but this week was the one-year anniversary of Bin Laden getting shot in the face. And what a happy day it was, Andy. One of the best uses for high-velocity pointy metal that humanity has ever had. <laughs> it is amazing to me that the greetings card industry left this anniversary alone. They've managed to commercialise almost every other cause for celebration, and the fact that there was not a one-year assassination anniversary line of cards is a little confusing to me. It barely seems 12 months ago that we were glad to see him go. <laughs> we really found the perfect place to put that bullet in that face. <laughs> We all wished him the worst of health, wanted so much for him to go f*** himself. <laughs> and now he's gone, the world is better, and I thought I'd write you this letter. For 12 months ago, together we said, ding dong, the douche is dead. <laughs> Happy death anniversary from Mom. Now, <laughs> I don't know how you chose to celebrate, Andy. I know that yep. many people here in America chose to head down to SeaWorld in Florida to see a recreation of the daring operation by their incredible SEAL Team 6. <laughs> it's, it's basically six SEALs in night vision goggles, Andy, with plastic machine guns, storming an inflatable version of the Abadabad compound that's floating in the middle of their pool. <laughs> and uh, they use their guns to shoot sucker darts at another SEAL wearing a long beard. It's incredible. They are the best there is. <laughs> So it's become quite a political event uh, mm. as well. I understand uh, your president has been accused of, of milking it yeah. uh, somewhat. Um, Bin Laden is dead. General Motors is alive. I believe that has been the uh, the Democrats' yeah. line on this. Um, I guess on the flip side, you could say 
that also under Obama's watch, golf legend Seve Ballesteros is dead, <laughs> but Fox <laughs> News is still alive. Yep. So you're right. You know, that you're cuts right. both ways. Sure, Gaddafi is dead, yep. and Apple computers are still doing fine, yeah. but also dead. Brazilian football genius Socrates, Leslie right. Nielsen, comic legend, Liz Taylor, and yes. Steve Jobs, you know, have yep. all made a positive contribution. Still, we can all cherry-pick achievements. Yeah. But, you know, st- still going, Trafigura. You know, it's, it's yep. flip sides, John. Flip sides. The, the death of Bin Laden was an event that brought the whole of America together. So, you know, it only stands to reason that 12 months later it is tearing this country apart. <laughs> President Obama, as you mentioned, has been doing something of a public high-fiving tour this week, basically going around the country and saying, what's got two thumbs and is feeling pretty good about himself right now? <laughs> Not Bin Laden, that's for sure, because I f***ing killed that guy. Now, he even released uh, a campaign ad reminding people that Mitt Romney had once criticised the president uh, for saying that he would uh, go after al-Qaeda and Pakistan if necessary. And uh, this put the Republicans in something of a tough spot, because the problem is that you can't say President Obama is exploiting having killed bin Laden without saying President Obama killed bin Laden. And (laughs) none of them want to say that. Uh, Once the ad was released, it got so much traction that Romney was even asked by a journalist, would you have given the same orders to take out Osama bin Laden? To which he replied, even Jimmy Carter would have given that order. And with the greatest of respect, by which I mean, with absolutely no respect <laughs> at all. So that is the standard meaning of that phrase. Whenever yeah. anyone says with the greatest yes. of respect, it means that's with negative respect. Exactly. The point is, that's a profoundly stupid question to ask Romney, because what does anyone really expect him to say to that? Would I have taken out bin Laden? Hmm. Knowing then what we know now, I'd have to say no. <laughs> <laughs> The only issue Romney has with his past record of flip-flopping, Andy, is not whether or not he'd have killed Bin Laden, it's whether or not he'd have changed his mind two weeks later and brought him back to life. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Boom! Sit down, Romney! (laughs) He's saying he'd have been out there in a little fishing boat in the Indian Ocean (laughs) with a defibrillator. (laughs) I've changed my mind! Well, if only Jimmy Carter had had the balls to take out Bin Laden when he was president, none of this would have happened. Yes. He lacked the foresight, I think. I think history will judge Carter harshly on that. <laughs> Further details uh, have emerged of exactly the, the circumstances Bin Laden was uh, was living in, which is not really you know, what you expect from a, an A-lister, as he liked mm-hmm. to think of himself. Um, as we reported on the, the Bugle last year, also, I mean, not only the one-year anniversary of the death of Bin Laden, John, but also the one-year anniversary of the uh, first use of the yeah. term f- eulogy. That's right. I think it's been um, with us for a year. <laughs> a whole year has been in our mouths. Something that needs to be commemorated. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're, they're in the compound, and they found $450 cash sewn into his clothes, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, maybe he just liked having George Washington's face oddly close to his skin to keep himself angry <laughs> yes. about America, but that's an oddly specific sum, John. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've been on the internet, and there are only three things you can buy that add up to $450. Uh-huh. Wow. He was saving up for a Nintendo Wii, yeah. uh, a George Foreman grill, and a porcelain Chris Akabusi. <laughs> what atrocity was he planning with that lot? Oh, God, that is a, that is a fearsome list of ingredients. <laughs> and um, they found two buffaloes. Well, you know, fair play. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves jousting. <laughs> they found one cow, because there are two things we know Bin Laden loved. One, pantomimes, and two, realism. <laughs> And I, was th- I think we reported last year they found 150 chickens. And I've been thinking about yes. this 
almost non-stop since then, John, and I think there's only two possible explanations for this. One is that Bin Laden knew he was finished. He knew he was a busted flush. The only way he could make himself feel relevant and powerful anymore was by, on the hour, every hour, getting six freshly laid eggs and crushing them in his bare hand <laughs> and saying to himself, you've still got it, Aussie. You've still got it. <laughs> That's what he was reducing. The only other explanation, I don't know how to break this to you, is that mm-hmm. Osama Bin Laden was holding a chicken fighting competition. Oh, no. Now, he, w- he wouldn't do that. Well, I've done the maths he on this, John. I think with 150 chickens, it was most likely a seven-round knockout, <laughs> Wimbledon style. Now, that, that, of course, would require 128 chickens. Uh-huh. But he probably thought there'd be some fatalities amongst the victorious chickens, so he had 22 backup chickens to parachute into the draw Smart. in the event of one of the winning chickens dying. But, but, the, but the problem with this, John, is that you could, you could end up with one of the chickens winning the whole competition, only fighting in the final, right. you know, if the winning semi-finalist died. And that, I mean, that's, well, that's just obviously unfair. Yeah, that's but, flawed, Andy. That's but I, flawed. I, guess, I guess he wasn't really a fair man. You, well. you know, that, that probably didn't even occur to him. Mm. And that shows you what kind of monster we were dealing with. <laughs> well, Andy, you, you put a lot of thought into that. <laughs> no one can take that thought away from you. There you go, that was a bugle from the past to help the bugle stay alive, free, flourishing and independent in the present. Do go to thebuglepodcast.com and click the donate button to join the bugle voluntary subscription scheme or to give any form of financial contribution. Thank you.